Shabbat, Perak Vav, Mishnah Bet. So the Mishnah is going to uh, now list items that a man cannot wear outside on Shabbat. Lo sumar. So a man cannot go out wearing nailed sandals. So these were wooden sandals. They were held together with iron nails, and these nails would also come out. Now, the concern isn't that a person is going to take them off and carry them. Rather, the issue is that the rabbis prohibited wearing, wearing them because there was a tragic event that took place. A group of people were hi- wearing these sandals, and they were hiding in a cave from enemies. Now, when they heard noises from above, they panicked, fearing that they'd been discovered and they ran to escape. And when they escaped, there was a stampede and people fell over and people tra- were trampled and many people were killed because of the nails in the sandals. To prevent such things occurring again, the rabbis prohibited wearing these specific type of sandals on special days when people gathered together, like on Shabbat and Yom Tov, um, again because of fear from this. And a person cannot wear one sandal of any sort if he's not, if he doesn't have a wound on his other foot that prevents him from wearing two, because he can wear, as in if you're only wearing one shoe and you can wear two, people are going to look at this person and say, what are you doing? What, why why are you wearing one shoe? Like they're going to laugh at him, they're going to make fun of him, and he'll take off that one shoe and he might carry it. But if one foot is wound, if there's clearly like if someone's got a one shoe on and the other foot's clearly got a bandage or a, or a cast or something, no one's going to make fun of them for wearing one, one shoe because it's quite obvious um, that that is why. A person can't go out wearing tefillin on Shabbat. Um, so there's a different couple of explanations as to what this means, tefillin on Shabbat. The first one is, okay, fine, so you wear, you're wearing tefillin on Shabbat. If you're going to go to the bathroom, you might take them off and you might carry them. Um uh, as you prepare to go to the bathroom. But there's an, a, another reason given that there's no reason to wear, there's no mitzvah to wear tefillin on Shabbat. So if you're wearing them on Shabbat, then then that is considered to be a burden. You cannot wear an amulet, a piece of parchment with prayers and holy names written on it. Um, that's not made by a mumcha. So a mumcha in this con- in this in this context is someone who's written an amulet and he's healed three person three people with these amulets. Okay, so so to this to a sick person, this amulet then is considered to be established that it works, and it's considered like clothing. So therefore, it is not um, a burden. But an amulet of a of a non mumcha of a non-expert, that would be considered a burden. And a person cannot go out with a coat of armour, helmet, or iron leg plates, which are all worn in battle. Um, now again, the concern is not that you're going to carry them, but rather people might suspect this person going out for battle, which is a problem on Shabbat, except in cases of emergency. So again, we've seen this before, but the idea here is more of Marit's iron, um, so therefore, a person cannot wear these on Shabbat. However, <clears throat> in all of these, if a person went out wearing any of these items on Shabbat, they are not liable to bring a chatat offering because wearing any of these items is not considered to be um, an issue. Midoraita, these are midrabanan prohibitions. Shabbat, Perikvav, Mishnah Gimel. Um, the previous two Mishnayats, we discussed things that the rabbis prohibited once were outside on Shabbat. The following two Mishnayats are going to now have a list of things that are forbidden mid-oraita.
Okay, these these are problems from the Torah. So let's say a woman a woman cannot go out on Shabbat wearing a sewing needle that has a hole for threading. Okay, now a needle that's used for for sewing isn't cut in jewelry. So if a woman goes out pinning it to her clothes, okay, that's a problem with on Shabbat because that is biblically considered to be a masoi. It's a biblical burden. Okay, because it's not jewelry, it is it is a functional needle, so there's no reason to carry that on Shabbat. So Vulaba Tabat Shish Aleha Khotam and they cannot go out with a signet ring that has a stamp for sealing letters. So a ring that's used for stamping letters is is also to be considered a masoi by women because women do not wear these kind of rings. Vlob kulya or a circular band around her head. Uh, this was a decorative item like a large ring or a crown which would be fit around the head. But again it wasn't considered to be clothing or jewellery because it wasn't necessarily something that everyone wore. Vloba kovelet, bislochit, shel palyaton. Nor can they go out with a spice container or a bottle of perfume hanging from the neck. So they would wear these things to conceal body odour. So it was not considered um, in this instance, to be clothing or jewelry, so it cannot be worn outside Shabbat. However, and then the Mishnah adds here, If she went out wearing any of these, she's chayev to chatat. Now this is divrei Rabbi Meir. This is the words of Rabbi Meir. So the, why the chayev chatat? Because they're considered to be um, problems um, problematic um, because they're not considered clothing or jewelry. So they're chayav if they wear them on Shabbat. But this is Rabbi Meir. Now, the Chachamim poshim bakovelet uvis lochit shel palyaton. However, the Chachamim say no. When it comes to spice container or perfume, a bottle of myrrh um, hanging from the neck to disguise the odor, the Chachamim say she's pator on a on a biblical level if she went out to the Rosh Hashanah with these because they hold that when a person wears these things to conceal their body odor, they're regarded as jewelry, much like we have with the Kamiya in the, in the previous Mishnah. Um, so she's, she's the only concern not to wear it then. So Midoraz on a Midoraz level, we consider this to be like jewelry. But the rabbis still forbade it because we're concerned that the woman might take off this spice container or this bottle of myrrh, oh, show it to a friend, oh, please, you know, smell my myrrh. And um, she might come to carry it then in the Rosh Hashanah but that's a Midarabanan issue, so therefore there's no issue of Khatat. Rabbi Meir holds that even things hold to ha- worn to hide body odor are not considered jewelry, and therefore it is a problem Midaraita.